0: Yeah, thanks. Gareth, um a little bit uh feeling a little bit homesick watching the uh Sonata Cup on Sky Channel today. Uh.
1: Can you just describe to our listeners growing up in Sonada and, and what the it's it's a real strong racing community, isn't it? You either you either play footy or you play footy and you have a quaddy, is that right?
0: Pretty much. That was like the, the, the staple growing up. Um yeah, it was a big trotting community, um yeah, was probably my introduction to the races. like, Back in the day growing up, yeah, you know, we had um, you know, trainers like um, you know, like uh, Peter Manning, you know, would come and trial horses like Night Pistol and La Cooker Yeah. Sort of probably um, and you know, the uh, those horses from out at Manu, the, the Maori horses, something about Maori and yeah. those sort of types that yeah. were coming through, you know, all like all really good horses and you look sort of on looking back you sort of probably didn't appreciate how good they were back in the day. Um when you're a young fella just playing footy and watching the trials on a Sunday morning, so really big trotting, um, big strong trotting area. But yeah, you know, we still had the gallops and you know, sort of local legends. Um, Billy Shushums was training at Sonata when I was there, and Jack Stiring used to call the yeah. call the yeah. races. I race a little bit more regularly, and fellas like um, Bill Knights is um, you know been involved in racing forever, and um, it's sort of like he's my wife. Um, Uncle, so strong, sort of connection to the to the Gallop side of it as well. So very strong racing area. And a lot of people that have that I grew up with have sort of um, uh, stayed in the racing game, I suppose, and, and continue to work in it today.
2: Well, Shane, it's safe to say that you caught the bug early and it's it's stuck with you and Gareth mentioned you're up in Queensland. We spoke to Peter Moody last week about, you know, what's the difference between country or outback Queensland and, and, and country Victoria? There's probably a lot of difference, but um, growing up in country Victoria must have been great for you. Yeah, I, I suppose, um, I
0: don't know, like it, it's, I suppose you got closer to the horses and more hands-on to the horses. Like I said... It's probably a little bit of assumption, maybe, but you know, growing up in a metropolitan area, probably some people wouldn't have had that opportunity, you know, to get up up close uh, and with the horses. Like, um, you know, I grew up where I grew up a family, Archie balls in Tanana. You know, Brett and, mm. and Luke, of blokes, this sort of my age, and their dad trained trotters, and you know, we were able to get on the back of one on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings to sort of help out and, and be hands on. And I think that's probably the, the the biggest difference. Yeah.
1: Hey, um, and you're. Professional punter now, but you you only really got into full time punting when you went up there in Queensland. What was a? Were you just a terrible punter when you were in Sunarnet?
0: Yeah, we we'll make no bones about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just as, as mug as anyone. Now, yeah, you, know, you sort of work full time and um, you know, and then you sort of you know, obviously you play footy and boys get together pre game and, and talk about the courty legs, and then you sort of play and. And rush back up to the club to to get the results, and if you're playing reserves, you can catch the last couple in Melbourne and that sort of thing. So, yeah, there was uh, it was just there, uh, pretty much just doing it on a on a social platform. You know, I think it was um, still part of growing up. Yet at the sporting club or at one of the pubs that had a tab, and it'd be sort of schooners and and ordinary bets.
1: Yeah, hey, what kind of footballer were you?
0: Um, nowhere near as good as what I thought.
1: Yep. And who did you hate the most? Was it Donald, Witchy Proof?
0: Well the thing about playing at Sonarid is they were St. was everybody's least favourite team. So <laughs> every time every week that you fronted up you were playing against someone that hated you more than anyone else. So yeah. we didn't get an opportunity to to do anything else but sort of you do know, have to hey, fight against everyone. I don't want to say fight. I'm not talking okay. literally because
1: I couldn't fight. Pro punter, born and bred in Sonata, and um, he is with us here on the Country Cup circuit, of course, brought to you by the TAC, Country Racing Victoria, and also the TAB. Um, Shane, what's, your, what's who's been the, the biggest influence? Like We've had Melbourne Cup winning owners from Sonata. That's right, isn't it?
0: Yeah, John Richards yep. had a share in Prince of Penzance. I actually worked for John okay. um, in Sunan, and I worked at Goldacres um, for about six or seven years.
1: Yeah. So we're try- oh, sorry, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get on to John Richards today because that would be a terrific story to tell. Like a because I know he, he was he was a country Victorian horse, wasn't he, Prince of Penzance?
0: Yeah, he was. Um, the name escapes me. The fellow that John went in, Sandy. McGregor, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yep, yeah. Yeah, exactly. just from not, just not, you know, not far away, not far out of And So, yeah, he was a country horse. And when I, was, I remember working with John in the early days, um, you know, John had a number of, like, a number of horses around the place and, um, you know, sort of weren't much good. It's probably, I could say that politely. Um, and, yeah, like, in, and, you know, obviously in recent times and that, I think he had another winner that day too, the day that Prince of Penzance actually won the Melbourne Cup. I think he, had an, he owned another winner on the card that day as well. Um, sort of, that all the locals sort of dived
3: into because that was the one that they thought could win. To the permanent table. What's the, the, the pub across the road from the American in Creswick? Um, There's a pub restaurant. Uh, John Richards is always there. He's He's got a table at this uh, lovely restaurant pub in Creswick across the road from the American there.
1: Okay.
3: He um And he was involved in... Uh, there was a tug-of-war over whether Michelle Payne should ride the horse in the Melbourne Cup. I can't remember which corner John was in, but... Uh, uh, there was a, there was a debate on both sides of the ownership about whether Michelle was to retain the ride in the Melbourne Cup. I can't remember who was in what corner, but John was certainly in one of the corners and, over that debate.
1: And, and Shane, the Gold Acres is such a, like it's the, um, it's the, um, what's the place in Shepparton that makes all the fruit? Uh, uh, SPC. S- SPC. It's the SPC of, of Sonata, isn't it?
0: Yes. Scaled down now from what it was. Certainly, I think it's just the business outgrew the town, basically, and, and they had to go and open a, a bigger site in uh, in Ballarat to um, to uh, keep up with with the demand for the product. It's a, it's a really good business story, actually. Sort of John built that from the ground up. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly not not as big in scale as what it once was, but big business all the same. Yeah, what, what,
3: what was what is John Richards's? How did he make his uh, money to be able to race the horses? What's his what's his story, Shane?
0: Is, uh, is a like a agricultural spraying manufacturer. So um, you know, broadacre sprayers, just chemical application on you know all types of crops, um, from you know big broadacre wheat crops to um, you know specialty type sort of products that you know um, apply chemicals on fruit trees and you know vineyards and all types of stuff. So that's uh, he built that from the ground up, um, and you know that operates Australia-wide today.
2: Yeah, and it's great to see you know having success success in the Melbourne Cup. But we've been going a bit uh, down memory lane the last couple of weeks, Shane, in, on the Country Cup circuit. And you know, talking about like I'm a country girl, and how what got you interested in racing, and what was that horse or story that you know got you interested? And in, uh, I know you obviously hooked from an early age. But is there one yeah. memory that uh, springs to mind?
0: Yeah, um, probably the, the probably the one was uh, a horse called Saint Arnold Banana. <laughs>
3: I um, yeah. remember Sonata Banana, yeah.
0: So it was a country country racing initiative and Carl Hoofer who still mm. works at Racing Victoria I think he was working for Country Racing Victoria then or
2: yep. uh, maybe
0: Wimrod Zone or something back in the day it used to be called. Um, so he was we, we all played footy together obviously and Carl um, end up coaching us at one stage um which is a bit of fun another story for another time um,
2: <laughs> i've seen so a picture of carl that hangs on the um the footy club walls there i think and it's skinny carl hoofo playing for sunana he was about yeah. he looked like he would be about 30 kilos stripping wet
0: <laughs> yeah that's a probably yeah it's probably at his heaviest too um <laughs> so basically carl got us involved and it was quite humorous we we're playing footy one day and and with coffee we didn't have a local trainer in sunana at the time so um, Ostie Coffee uh stepped up to the plate for us and he actually floated this horse down from Swan Hill to St. Arnott to parade it around the footy oval um while we were playing one day to sort of try and get people involved. And you know, sure enough we we did. We actually won a maiden with a um at Avoca on Blue Pyrenees Cup Day. Mm. You can imagine how messy that was. He actually was <laughs> second past the post. Um, we led, and the horse come down the outside and beat us and laid in on top of us, and we've actually
3: won it on (laughs) protest. Should you have won it on (laughs) protest? I might have been.
0: Absolutely no chance. That that should have been held up. (laughs) Um,
3: Well, how come it was called Sanana Banana? Because, look, if it was from Nambour or somewhere, it would be a banana, but uh, shouldn't it be um, Sanana Bible Museum or or Wax Museum or something after some of the local icons? Why banana?
0: We haven't got a lot to... To name it after. Actually, Carl came up with a name because he wanted to find something that Ryan was synonymous and Banana was as close as he could find.
3: <laughs> Even um, though it's not that close.
0: <laughs> not, it's not that close but anyway, it stuck and um, I think, so this was a, the, the country race, the country horse of the year sort of question it was and you had to name the horse after your hometown. I'm pretty sure she would have had something like, I'm not exaggerating, she might have had like 30 starts in the season um, and she yeah. ended up winning um, so all the Sonata boys on a bus down to Crown Casino, um, <laughs> to the racing awards night to accept the trophy, um, uh, for the Country Horse of the Year. It was, um, and from that day, I think all of us involved have owned a share in a horse ever since.
1: The, um, you're a, you're a pro punter now. What would you? What was your best advice be for us for us punters out there, especially like Matty who, who um, had a difficult day there yesterday and basically decided that he needs to have a, a spell and shut all of his accounts down. But when he comes back, which he will, what 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 would your advice be to him, Shane?
0: Oh look, I give the, I give myself a pep talk pretty regularly over this one, and yeah. it's about it's about being patient. Uh, it's about being patient and um, and i'm I'm trying to be as patient as possible. I still struggle with it a little bit and and being price sensitive um, about that as well um, and not just backing a horse' cause you can' cause you think it should win um, trying to understand of of what price you think it should be, and then making sure that you're taking advantage of the opportunities where the price is bigger than what you think it should be and Try and keep your powder dry so you can get paid when you find a mistake like we- that. So if you really like one and uh, and you and you think it's over the odds and it just ticks all your boxes, you need to be able to get paid when you're right. Mm-hmm. So so try and minimise your mistakes and try and minimise just throwing money around just for the sake of having a punt in the next race.
3: We're going to need so more than one paid. counselling session, I think, because <laughs> you know, I've got a few issues with with those things that you just mentioned. We're going to need a regular booking, I think. Yeah, we
1: can. And, and before we let you go... Um, Mate, it's been a lot of fun here. Have you got a... You've got a special for us, haven't you, today, for us battlers?
0: Oh, look, I'm glad that you put me on hold to watch that race at St. Anna because I was sort of half keen to smash to smack into this uh, first starter in the first at the Sunny Coast. Yeah. Oblique. Oh, it had the trial form behind Ghost Rider, and who won at Brisbane yesterday, and I think the other horse in that trial that beat it home was Tiger of Mandalay, who won oh, okay. in Sydney, so... Yeah. I thought oblique was a moral and it was half party away and, and was back in the field, sort of strung up and dashed home for second. So I'm glad you, I was, um, I'm glad I was talking to you and not betting. But in race two, I was sort of pretty keen to bet around star of Michelin first up. So, uh, race two, Sunny Coast. Okay. He sort of opened short. Um, he opened like 260 or 270. I thought it'd sort of start closer to sort of $354. And I was pretty keen to back five and three to beat it. Yep. Um, Shadow of Time sort of, it's a little bit now, but um, I think Chapelco, I'll back the five. Um, it's been pretty well supported, but backing Cipelco and I'll chop out on Shadow of Time, just happy to be against Star of Michelin, who's going to be giving these a big head start uh, with a decent weight. I think Chapelco was a little bit stiff, sort of got lost on the corner last start of the switch, and jockey switch to Tegan Harrison means she'll punch it forward from gate three and, and give a good sight and be tough to run down.
1: All right, mate. I love having a chat to you talking about Sonata. We're on there at the Sunshine Coast as well. And uh, if you hear any mail there from Sonata, just let us know. I'll be sure to text it, sir. Good on you, Shane.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: There's Shane Sherlio, A Sonata local. Now